Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. This is Scout. Um, I am hopping on the mic today to do a little bit of a check-in. Um, no formal kind of outline or even subject matter that I want to talk about, although I do want to broadly touch upon some of the awakenings that I've had of recently. I think that I have been over this year really stepping into my spiritual awakening and in that um, having difficulty finding the words to explain what that means to me or how that's changed my perspective on life just because it has changed every single area of my life, the way I see things, the colors I see, the textures, every little detail of my life has been completely, utterly transformed by my spiritual awakening, by my mental health progression, by my healing, by my personal development that I've really, really committed to this year. So I think that I'm ready to start putting a lot of that into words. Although I truly believe that words cannot do the experience and the perspective that I now hold justice. Um, but this morning I was reading Wayne Dyer, um, the, his book, uh, um, I'll See It When I Believe It. And it really kind of crescendoed into this one chapter for me that significantly altered the way I saw things. So when it comes to spirituality, we hear these phrases, right? We are one. Um, the collective, everything you do affects everyone out there. When someone dies in Africa, it affects you in Tennessee. Um, there's so many things like there's a higher force at play. Energy makes up everything. There's all these things that we're told and that, you know, I've heard and internalized and said, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But I've never felt it in the depths of my core or in the depths of my soul. And as I've walked down this spiritual journey, I'm hearing these things that I've heard so many times, like uh, when you get rid of your lack of mindset and step into abundance, opportunities come. Uh, We are all one. What does that actually mean? All of these things that I've been told, the universe has your back. Um, If you trust in the universe, it will provide. I have heard these phrases so many times and, and said to myself, yes, that is what I believe, but I've never actually felt it on a cellular, visceral, soulful, and spiritual level. And this year, one after the other, I'm feeling these sentiments, these universal truths that have been circulating among spiritual teachers on Instagram, you know, you name it, in books, amongst authors and thought leaders of our time and of the past Um, And when they click, it's such an incredible experience. It feels as if in that exact moment, just in one second, everything changed. 
So I was reading Wayne Dyer this morning, um, his book, I'll See It When I Believe It. And he was talking about the different stages of awakening. And it really accurately mirrored the stages of my mental health healing from living with bipolar disorder. And stage one, he said, is when you go through a painful experience, be it you lost your partner, there's a breakup, a death of a close to ones, you lost your job, uh, your health is compromised, whatever tragedy or painful external circumstance um, that has happened to you um, is you go through an intense period of suffering where you don't know why this is happening to you. You ask yourself, or at least I can talk about it in personal terms. When I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, I asked myself, why am I going through this? Why do I have to suffer so immensely? Why do I hear voices in my head? Why am I experiencing intense paranoia that men are following me? Why is everything colored with depression? Why do I have to be on medication? Why am I experiencing anxiety attacks? Will this ever end? My life will never be great. And you are just stuck in this deep, deep cloud of despair where even when you get advice um, or you hear from profound people who have the opportunity to change your life, it's so hard to let that information seep into your perspective because you are living amongst such despair and such depths of suffering. And then once you get out of that, so once I felt relief from my bipolar, I saw how strong it felt me. Obviously, this is a very simplistic timeline. I could see in hindsight all of the gifts my bipolar disorder gave me and why I was specifically destined and chosen to walk the last 15 years of my life with a mental illness. So that's stage one, going through extreme suffering and then in hindsight, being able to see the reason you went through that, the strength you received, the blessings it brought you. Step two is once you've kind of walked through trauma, the fire, painful experiences, tragedy, and you realize that those things do make you stronger and that they are put here for a purpose and that if you are up to the challenge, you can grow immensely and turn into a beautiful butterfly. Um, then step two is being able to identify those those moments in the moment. So when you're experiencing a negative emotion, when you're experiencing anxiety, depression, when a challenge comes your way at work or in your personal life, you can say in that moment, where is the lesson here? What do I need to learn? How can I get through the other end stronger versus getting stuck in the, in the heaviness of the external event um, and then only later seeing the benefits? So step two is where I truly believed that I have been living and it feels amazing. Step two is what I wanted to kind of scream at the top of my lungs and tell everybody about is because when I walk, like for example, yesterday I was walking and I got anxiety and I was able to say, instead of falling into a deep well of anxiety that was a bottomless pit of despair, I was able to say, okay, here's a challenge. It's going to teach me something. Um, and then I figured out the root cause of the anxiety and what I had to learn from it and to move through personally. And so now in my life, whenever a challenge or an unexpected situation occurs or something that feels out of my control or promotes negative emotions within me, instead of falling victim to the despair and the heaviness of the moment, I'm able to say, okay, where's the, where's the silver lining in this? Where's the lesson? What am I supposed to learn? How will this propel me forward? 
And in that conversation with myself, I'm able to feel safe in those moments of turmoil because I know they are serving my greater good and I'm actively looking to figure out what that greater good is. So that's step two, which has taken me years and years and years to get to and in getting to it has completely transformed my life because now whenever something happens to me, I'm able to regroup and believe in this higher picture that this is happening for me and not to me. And therefore, I'm able to extract the lesson, gain the strength much quicker, much quickly, much quicker than, you know, going through months and months and months of turmoil, only to then in hindsight, see the silver lining, or why I had to go through that or what it's brought to my life to make it richer. Now, step three of enlightenment, which I think I'm toying on. Um, I read step two and I was like, that's totally me. And then I, um, dinner was ready and I was going to watch a movie with my husband, but I was dying to get to step three because I was like, what's next for me, Wayne Dyer? Tell me. And um, step three is when you begin to anticipate the lesson before even going through the um, through the challenging event. And I'm, I'm still not so well versed on this step because it is then it is new word to me. I, I can see myself doing it at times. But for example, if you are about to have a combative argument with your with your spouse, you can take a step back, see it played through your mind, through thought, and just get to the to the strength, to the to the reward quicker, and and kind of bypass that whole challenge, that whole argument, um, that whole you know tension, state of tension. Um, he gives an example of, um, he was about to buy a house, but he has an, he had an intuitive thought that potentially something was a little bit off in the agreement and it would cause him heartache later on down the line. So he did not sign. Therefore, understanding the, the lesson early on and not having to experience the unnecessary pain of purchasing a house and going through a lot of turmoil with maybe the bones not being right, etc. So through thought, you get to kind of play out certain certain situations and therefore not have to live them, um, live the challenging things through and just take the strength and the gain from them and move on quickly. So I'm entering stage three. Um, I'll let you know when I fully get there. It sounds like a great place to be. Obviously, I don't know what this is me potentially not believing, but who knows if it, it can happen all the time for someone. Um, but it is what I'm currently striving for. So in those three stages of enlightenment, it was so great to see where I had come from and to be validated by someone like Wayne Dyer, who is such an amazing thought leader, that the places that I was going and the stage that I'm in is the right path and such a new, incredible way to view life. So if you're not in stage two yet, maybe you're still in stage one or maybe you're pre-stage one where you're stuck in that extreme, extreme heaviness of despair, depression, anxiety, grief, what it might be, and you're waiting to see what the silver lining is, even though you can't even imagine that it exists, um, know that further steps are available to you and that if you commit to walking down the path, those steps will appear and you will experience them in due time. Another thing that kind of started to blow my mind this morning was this idea that the actions that I take here in my home, whether it's to record this podcast, let's use this episode as an example. Um, I decided to record this episode. Now people are going to listen to the episode and what they do with it will change the course of their day. And that creates a ripple effect amongst the people that they are in close quarters with. And that affects the people that those peoples are in close quarters with. And it expands and expands and expands. 
imagine if you see a stranger and they're crying on the street and you go up to them and you say, are you okay? Do you need anything? And they say no, but they thank you for your empathy and your compassion. And in that, they feel better. The rest of their day is going to go differently because of that that um, encounter that you had with them, because of that emotional experience and empathetic um, help that you provided them with. They're going to go throughout their days differently, meaning that the people that they see that day are going to have a different experience than if you did not go up to that person to help. And that just creates a major ripple effect. And so to experience it or to understand it on that micro of a level, like if I wake my husband up and say, hello, good morning, I love you, versus good morning, why didn't you do the dishes last night? Those two sentiments are going to put him on very two different trajectories. And those two different trajectories are going to change, um, you know, the course of when he talks to his mom later or when he's texting a friend. So we have the opportunity to create ripple effects in our immediate surroundings that then have extreme, extreme implications, beautiful implications, um, as it ripple effects throughout the world. So when someone gets married in Australia and they're so happy that day, it affects all those around them. And that happiness affects those around them. And it goes on and on and on until it comes back to us. Um, when somebody experiences tragedy in Iran, that ripple affects and comes back to us. And so every little thing we do is changing the course or creating the course or validating the course of the universal plan that is happening at play. So I decided that every little thing I do creates a ripple effect in the entire world. I am a very small atom in a huge organism that is the collective, that is the humanity, that is planet Earth, that is the universe, the galaxy, it goes on and on and on. And while I am such a small figure of that, I have the opportunity for my stitch in the tapestry to be bright and bold and strong. And so every little thing I do creates that ripple effect. And so I kind of, I'm, well, I didn't kind of, I made the commitment to myself this morning that I wanted that ripple effect to be net positive. I wanted it to touch people. I wanted it to bring positivity and healing and fulfillment and peace and meaning to other people's lives. And people talk a lot about legacy, right? I left behind this nonprofit. I left behind this company for my children. I left behind this book. We think of legacy in these really grand terms. You know, if you're not remembered, you don't have a legacy. But legacy is just an accumulation of the ripple effect that you've created over time. And you and and it's not a matter of I want to do this so I can change the world. Every little action you do every single day changes the world. It's not some grand gesture. It's not creating the nonprofit. It's not becoming the president of the United States. It's going down the street and asking a stranger if they need help lifting their groceries out of their door. It's calling a friend and saying, hey, I just want to check in on you. It's talking to your partner and communicating through love rather than fear, divisiveness, or the need to be right. If we all can partake in those little, little ways of changing the world, the nonprofits and the big things and the books and all that, that'll be the cherry on top. But the little things that we do every single day, that will create a massive ripple effect that is unstoppable. So those are all the things I realized today. 
when you're on the spiritual path and you're actively seeking your own healing, you are opening up yourself to to being receptive of these ideas, to being receptive of these perspectives, to being receptive of these philosophies and these ways of life. And you make the conscious decision to change the way you think in order to not only reflect your highest good, but the highest good of those around you. So that was a lot. I actually kind of blacked out. I don't really know everything that I just said, but... I just wanted to come on here to express this because I have energy moving through me and I know that I needed to hear all these things today. And so I hope that with the, you know, the, the, not the motive, but the, I guess the motive of the ripple effect that it positively hits your soul as well. (sighs) If you listen to this podcast, you know that I do not publish um, on a specific day every week. It is completely stream of consciousness uh, when I feel like hopping on the mic, when inspiration is running through me, and when I really feel like I have something to say. So please subscribe so you can get notified of when new episodes are live. Sometimes I do three a week. Sometimes I do one a month. It's, it's pretty random. So um, make sure you subscribe so you know whenever a new episode is released. And if you enjoy this, um, subscribing or I already said subscribe, rating and reviewing is the best way to promote this podcast and have it reach the people that it it truly needs to reach. Although I I do have trust in divine timing and I I know that it will reach people and the messages will comfort and, and inspire those when in the moment that they need to be inspired. So I hope you have a lovely day and thank you for listening.